the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, live in the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a bad girl. Welcome, welcome. Oh, who does that sound like? Good friend of ours here. Hey, Ed. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is night two of this week. That makes it Taco Tuesday. Right? Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. The morning after. The day after the stink bomb that was dropped out of the Supreme Court today. And the fallout is huge from this. And we're going to continue to give you our analysis here on it, including my perspective on what this is really all about. Because with the Democrats, it's never about what they pretend that it's about. Right. We're going to tell you what we really think is behind it and what really needs to happen now. Of course, there's a lot of similarities going on between Roe v. Wade and and what that's all about, ultimately, as well as COVID. What do those two have in common? Well, Naomi Wolf is going to be here in our next segment. She's got a book out that's called. The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the Human. Because, yeah, there's a war going on, and it's a cultural war, and it's been going on for decades. And there's a lot of different fronts from it. And the Democrats are masters at making you think that the issue Roe v. Wade is about abortion or that the issue with COVID is about a virus when it's really about something much deeper. And, you know, we like to go a little bit deeper here on the Andrea K. Show instead of just whatever the little shiny object is that they want us to be obsessing over, right? That's what we're seeing happening with these protests all across the country. Country, right? Like on demand, like Pavlov's dogs, right? At the very mention of Roe v. Wade even possibly being overturned, the American people, at least a certain portion of them, have responded in exactly the way that the Democrats want them to do. And we're going to try to remove the emotions from it, much like I removed the emotions out of the COVID situation two years ago, which got me in some hot water with some people. But the issues are very similar in some ways. Would love to hear from you and your perspective. 888-344-1170. You can also email me at andreakshow.com. But if you want to be a part of the live show, that's the way to do so. And joining me now, like he does every night of the week, is the man, the myth, the legend. It's DJ Potato Skins. And only the very courageous will be able to keep alive the spirit of individualism and dissent which gave birth to this nation DJ DJ but with uh, whoever is the inside man dropping what they dropped last night they definitely are trying to destroy this nation well they are and one of the reasons why i was channeling i was like vibing i was like my uh, you know pulling out my ed martin is because ed martin has the pro america report one of the he, he had Probably one of the best takes, oh, I love at it. least in terms of what should happen next immediately. Of course, uh, it, it, John Roberts came out and authenticated before I tell you what Ed Martin's suggestion is. Uh, it, 
it was confirmed by John Roberts that this was authentic. This was the actual draft opinion that had been leaked, which also confirms that John Roberts has lost control over the court. So what should happen now? And Ed Martin was the only person that I've heard that said immediately the Supreme Court needs to get their decision out, their final decision out. The arguments were heard for uh, Casey and Dobbs were heard in December. Quite frankly, there's no excuse at this point to withhold it. It's only going to continue, as Ed pointed out on his show, it's only going to continue to put the Supreme Court justices themselves at risk. It puts them in at risk, not just in terms of credibility. It's not just weakening the court. It not just puts whatever their final decision is as suspect to at least half the country. At this point, whatever the final decision comes out to be, is going to be a, a, an asterisk, asterisk next to it as to what level of um, intimidation bore down on the final decision. They know what the final decision is. There is no reason for them to gnaw bone on this for six months like their gator on a chew stick. Okay, get the decision out ASAP. Reportedly, uh, well, um, before I get into the deets of, of who, in case some people don't know who the actual people were who uh, were a part of the initial draft of the majority, well, it's who you would expect it would be. It'd be all the conservatives except John, it, which excludes John Roberts, right? Uh, that would be uh, at least the alleged conservatives, which is often suspect. It would be Amy Coney Barrett. It would be Gorsuch. It would be Kavanaugh. It would be Alito. And it would be Justice Thomas. Those are the ones that r- reportedly signed on. The, Of course, what this leak was about was they know how squishy Kavanaugh is. They know that even Amy Coney Barrett is squishy because they know that she's all about trying to please the people. She's all about trying to prove that she can't be swayed. And in the course of that, will allow herself to be swayed so that she can try to prove that she can't be swayed. And this is all about trying to sway the justices. The SCOTUS blog put out this morning, it's impossible to overstate the earthquake this will cause inside the court in terms of the destruction of trust among the justices and staff. This leak is the gravest, most unforgivable sin. And that's true. Let's talk about a little bit of a coincidence in timing, shall we? Just last week, the White House played Gosnell the movie at the White House. How interesting that right before this leak, they're all sitting around watching the movie about Gosnell the killer who was prosecuted and convicted for the slaughter of children. Hmm. Coincidence? You think that's a coincidence, Ken, that they're all sitting around watching this movie on abortion? And, and and imagine watching that movie on abortion. If if you're not familiar with Gosnell and his crimes against humanity and children, you give that a Google and the White House is sitting around watching it, wanting this to continue. Think about the ghoul, the ghoulishness of that, right? Let's also think of some other coincidence of this. We recently had a nomination hearing or nomination hearings, if you will, for the latest associate justice on the Supreme Court, KBJ, the most extreme far left justice to ever be nominated and then end up being confirmed on the Supreme Court. This was a woman who was sympathetic to child predators, who put child predators back on the street, who then reoffended and continued to abuse children. In fact, the only time she expressed any sympathy Towards anybody in the course of all the cases that were revealed when she was being nominated, her only sympathies were to the child predator himself and to the impact that it had on his family and to the degree in which she apologized to this person. This was a woman who couldn't define. She couldn't define what a woman is. And yet. She's she's at everybody's gnaw boning and hysterical over the, the. Does that make sense to you, Skins, that that a woman 
who, uh, how was she even capable of ruling on something involving women and pregnancies and what should happen when she can't even define what a woman is? But, but getting back to the point of timing, timing's a really interesting thing. The most extreme, far less justice who had no business being anywhere near the court. She wasn't qualified for it, in part because she refused to even define what a woman is. And now we've got the most unprecedented leak of our times just on the heels of her being nominated. This leak didn't come out before she ended up on the court, did it? Oh, it's no different than when Fauci came out and said, you know, if, if we fa- face a pandemic, these are the steps that we're going to need to take. And what do you know? We had a pandemic. Yeah. It's just a little too, too in the timing, isn't it? But we know that this provided the perfect opportunity for the Democrats to do something that they wanted to do. What was ultimately this this about? This really wasn't even about abortion. I don't think Roe v. Wade was ever really about abortion in the first place, just like COVID was never really about uh, the COVID government response was never about a virus. The, the, the Supreme Court Putting into law Roe v. Wade was about centralizing power into D.C. It was about taking power away from the states. And that's one of the things Alito talked about in his draft majority opinion, that that decision was taken away from the from the people and from the states. This was about the original. This was the OG move of transforming America from a constitutional republic to a Marxist state where it's where we have a centralized system of power and control over the citizens. The scariest thing that Donald Trump ever said the day he was inaugurated was today's the day we return the government to the people. That's what makes them so hysterical today, because it's going to go back to the people. Let me tell you, if you're listening to these Democrats telling you that abortion will now be illegal and nobody will be able to get an abortion. That's a lie. All this does is return it back to the states. As where it, it should be. As it should be. And Roe v. Wade, as states were trying to figure out what they wanted to do, Roe v. Wade took the power away from the states. It subverted the Constitution. This gives the power. This restores freedom to this country. And if you, the Democrats believe, they want to believe that they've got a majority here. But then if so, if, if the American people are so in line with these infanticide brokers, then they would have nothing to fear, right? In fact, I want to play, I want to play a clip quickly before we have to take a break and go to uh, Naomi Wolf. Senator Cotton had an interesting response that I think everybody should hear. Freedom and your body, your choice is what Dick Durbin, the Democrats say, until it comes to vaccines and mask mandates and everything else they want to dictate to you. Uh, Dick Durbin and almost every other Democratic senator, though, can barely find it in themselves to condemn this egregious breach of trust at the Supreme Court. An unprecedented moment in our history, but it's just another part of the left wing's uh, continued onslaught against the court. You know, just last year, Chuck Schumer walked across the streets and started condemning justices by name based on how he thought they might rule. Other Democratic senators have filed briefs at the court that have basically threatened the Supreme Court with court packing. More Democratic senators are saying today that we need to pack the courts. Mm -hmm. Every time Democrats don't get their way, whether it's in a presidential election or Senate election or Supreme Court ruling, they assault the institution itself. It's dangerous and it needs to stop. Bingo on about five different things. Absolutely. One of the things that's interesting with KBJ, one of the things that came up was questioning her about court packing. 
And even uh, the uh, all even other liberal justices had said that they didn't, including uh, what was her name? Notorious. um, The woman who the uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had said she was against the idea of court packing. This woman, KBJ, would not uh, denounce the idea of court packing. So this is this is about court packing today. This gives them the excuse that they've been wanting to court pack and, and to get the public opinion behind them. It's also an opportunity for them to do this. Let's play, um, I know y'all hate that Focahontas, but man, she was on the warpath today, wink, wink. Clip four. Look, I've been on uh, the record for a very long time that we need to get rid of the filibuster, and Roe is just exhibit A for the reason for that. The latest data suggests that about 69% of Americans, and that's Americans everywhere, not just Democrats, 69% of Americans, red states and blue states, young people, old people, want to see Roe preserved as the law of the land. When 69% of Americans in a democracy want to see something happen, you'd think we'd be able at least to get a vote on the floor of the Senate on that question. Look, they've been wanting to get rid of the filibuster because they wanted to get H.R. 1 done, which was centralizing the elections. Everything that they their ultimate game, their ultimate goal is to centralize power and make it complete to D.C., where the uniparty will forever control every aspect of our lives. This is the opportunity for them. This is this is the reason for the leak. She knows that 70 percent of the American people do not want the continued slaughter of children, that they at least want some kind of limit on it that's absolutely reasonable. Not this um, like California, where you can kill babies up to 28 days after birth. But at least this takes it back to the state and does actually give it to the people. If she cared and if the Democrats cared what the people wanted, they'd be happy to have it go back to the states well, bingo, but they, they know they, they don't care and they know that they do not have the will of the people behind them they know they don't have the will of the people behind them on their infanticide movement or they wouldn't be scared today they know they don't have the people behind them with what they're trying to do with transgender kids and they want to pack the court so that they can get through absolutely everything that they want to get done they want to remove the filibuster pack the court and then they can shove through before the midterms everything that they want from roe v wade to an um, election bill to to, uh, to centralizing the elections, to some kind of legislation that's the Roe v. Wade equivalent and uh, to force doctors to do transgender surgery on kids. This is the opportunity that they were looking for here. However, the interesting thing is that they uh, one report is, is they, they don't have the votes in the Senate to codify Roe v. Wade. The, the American people are not behind these infanticide brokers, and that's the reason why they're panicking today. Listen, I passed the point of a break. This is tied to COVID because it's all the same tactics. This is all part of the cultural Marxist movement to transform America from a republic of states to a, to, to their communist regime, their communist agenda. And they tried to do it with COVID. Coming up next is Naomi Wolf. She's got an amazing book out called The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the Human. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. At the open of the show, of course, we were talking about the fallout from uh, the leak, the unprecedented leak out of the Supreme Court. And I also talked about how, uh, as usual with the Democrats, this is it's there's never an issue that's about what they pretend that it's about. It's always about deeper. It's always a part of the cultural Marxist movement to transform us from a republic of states 
to their centralized system of power, their communist agenda, their end game of Marksville. Right. And I've said for, I said from the jump and caught a lot of heat for it back two years ago that that's what this was about. It was never about your health. It was about the exploitation of a virus in order to do just that, to communize America, to uh, to badly use that verb. And I think my next guest might echo that. It's Naomi Wolf, author of The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the, the Human. Uh, she is co-founder and CEO of Daily Clout, which is a fantastic Twitter feed, by the way. Um, she's an incredibly influential gal. I'm sure you've seen her all over the news, uh, particularly lately, if you watch like I do every day, Steve Bannon war rooms you know that she's probably been the 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 numero uno person who has been dissecting the pfizer documents that finally got released in fact i've mentioned her and quoted her many times here on the show so it's an honor to have her with me now hi dr naomi wolf thank you for being here on tonight's andrea k show Oh, hi, Andrea. Please call me Naomi. It's an honor to be speaking with you. Thank you. Well, thank you. And thank you for writing this book. Before we get into it, um, I got to get your reaction to this SCOTUS because this leak in the fallout, because listening to the left today, they're all hysterical about people having body autonomy. Yeah. So, uh, like, this is really embarrassing for me, Andrea, because I'm from the left and I'm a lifelong, you know, I've been a lifelong Democrat. I, I advised a presidential and vice presidential campaign, and I do not recognize these people. They are moral monsters. Um, the, you know, the, the, the respect for the Constitution is gone and consistency is gone. Um, these people have gladly spent the last two years stripping people, um, you know, people who are just trying to keep their jobs, feed their families, our soldiers, our sailors, our, you know, frontline workers, police officers, stripping them of bodily autonomy of the right to say what goes into their bodies, you know, forcing an experimental mRNA injection on them. And the irony is not registered that, you know, they have said, we have said, my body, my choice for four decades. Well, yeah. And the reality is, um, it, it, it maybe in 1973, people didn't know that it's really not her body, her choice. I mean, I, th- you know, uh, we have technology now in 3D that shows clearly that this is a separate body with separate DNA. And I've said to, to people, look, if you want to argue, um, that an, an egg implanted in a petri dish or whatever, you know, is, is not human life, it, it, you know, at some point, you know, clearly it's another viable human being. But I didn't really bring you on to talk about abortion. It's just the hypocrisy is so mm-hmm. amazing. Amazing here, but that's the argument that they want to make about the shots. They want to make about the shots that, um, and not even it, it, that it's not your body anymore because your body can infect somebody else. We're all now, and that's what this was. So much of this was about is it, which was the communist aspect of it in some ways because it was now um, we all affect each other. I can't remember the terminology they were using at the time, but it was basically that um, I now was responsible for everybody's health. So I didn't have the choice for body autonomy, Naomi, because if I got COVID, I could get somebody else sick. We're all in this together. That was their argument, right? Well, I really love what you're doing because, you know, we're very much aligned. Uh, This is exactly what I wrote about in the bodies of others. You're going beyond the symptoms and beyond the sound bites and looking at the deep re- engineering of our core beliefs in the United States and in the West. And I a thousand percent agree with you. And that's why I wrote this book that 
This is not about the virus. It's not about the vaccine. Even that alleged science you just described turns out not to be true. Vaccines don't affect transmission. Um, it was always about exploiting uh, the release of a respiratory pathogen in such a way as to make war against the West, make war against the United States, especially make war against our children as potential free citizens and create a kind of post-humane environment in which tech, you know, big tech are the real villains along with the World Economic Forum and um, bad nonprofits and the Chinese Communist Party in my book, but to create a post-humane world, a post-Western world in which um, tech and the state do decide what happens to all of us. And we have to beg permission of them to be human and to have community. We're talking to Naomi Wolf, author of the book, The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the Human. Um, it is a war against humanity. I think that this, these shots, and you've done so much deep, gone deep, and I don't know, when you wrote the book, you didn't have all these Pfizer documentations. So right. the, the book, I know, is really about the end game, right, against humanity. And now, you've, now you can also talk about, this is, it's almost as though this Pfizer documentation justifies everything you're saying in your book. Because when you look at the right, when you look at the reality of what they were trying to hide and why they were trying to hide it for 75 years, it just shows exactly what you're talking about in your book, that this was about not just, um, you know, us being a part of this new world order globalist movement technocracy where we're all now a digital footprint and they've got control over our lives in every aspect um, it, it, you know, it's, there's, and I don't know if you talk about this in the end game, uh, but how the shots play into that. Okay. It's not just yeah. about changing our culture, getting us into technocracy. Now that you see the evil that went on with these shots, there's some people, in other words, that are questioning whether or not this could be used for depopulation and other aspects. Tell us how you see the end game. Sure. And for those of you who are not following the work we're doing that we're reporting on War Room um, and, and elsewhere, uh, what Andrea is talking about is that um, I've got this team of amazing 2,500 researchers you know, with highly credentialed medical skills, doctors, nurses, biostatisticians, uh, medical fraud investigators who are pouring through these 55,000 Pfizer documents released under court order. And indeed, um, Andrea, what we're finding, what they're finding, they're doing all the work, I'm just reporting, is shocking. Um, everything from they knew in November of 2020 that the vaccines didn't work, that they failed. They knew that, you know, in May of 2021, that they harmed children's hearts, that 35 kids had their hearts damaged a week after injection. They claimed they were safe and effective for pregnant women based on a study of 44 French rats <gasps> for 21 days. And then, uh, and, and the, the doctors who ran the study were employees or shareholders of Pfizer and BioNTech, which makes the vaccines. Um, we found that BioNTech, which makes the vaccines, is not an American or even a German company. It's a German company in alliance with a Chinese company based in Shanghai, <gasps> whose chairman and CEO is a senior member of the Chinese Communist Party and a deputy to Communist Party uh, events and committees. Um, so, and, and that Pfizer has three branches in China, one in Wuhan. Um, mm. And lastly, that Bill Gates invested $55 million in BioNTech in September of 2019, just 
you know, a few months before the uh, the Wuhan release of the virus. So this is all to say, and, and I, I won't even go into the horrendous harms and side effects, you know, ranging from stroke and heart attacks and and encephaly and uh you know oh god so much I well mean, people can get all that if they just go and follow you know um you your twitter account either your personal one or daily clout they can get all that information um correct. so i should answer your question what, what, okay go ahead no so to, to say all of that I, sadly if you look at the harms in Pfizer documents we and you look at the open border, right at the southern border of the United mm-hmm. States. If you look at, um, you know, explosions in food uh, production factories, and you look at uh, men of uh, war fighting age being kind of flown in and shipped to various places around the country, and you look at kids being masked in school forcibly and mm-hmm. losing one IQ points, and you look at the targeting of parents as domestic terrorists, on and on and on. And then, and then you add to that the Pfizer harms that they concealed and that the FDA concealed. There's, it is very hard not to suspect that we are under attack. Well, I think we are. Can I ask you a favor? Can I ask you to hold over during a break? Sure thing. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much. We're, uh, Naomi Wolf is going to stay with us because I've got so many more questions about her book, and I'm dying to get my hands on it to read it. And... Um, One of the things I'm going to ask her about is whether or not she's scared that the disinformation governance board might try to take her book out and ban it. All right. Stay tuned. More with Naomi Wolf when we come back. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea Kay Show. 888-344-1170. Continuing our discussion with Naomi Wolf, author of The Body of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the Human. Here's what Tucker Carlson had to say about her book. Naomi Wolf is one of the bravest, clearest thinking people I know. The reason you hear the forces of repression so desperately trying to dismiss her is because she is right. They probably came out with this disinformation governance group just to shut down her and her book. In fact, I, I, right? I want to play this one clip from Bill Gates because, Naomi, you mentioned Bill Gates in the last segment. I want people to hear this and get your reaction. Yeah, the book, if you want to geek out on some of the innovations mm-hmm. and where the technology is, a vaccine you can inhale, a pan vaccine, it's in there. But let's talk about misinformation, because that has been a hallmark, unfortunately, of this pandemic. President Biden rather famously said last July that misinformation on social media is killing people. Do you agree? Absolutely. Uh, it's been weird that, you know, vaccines have been attacked as, you know, being overall net negative or there's some conspiracy here. It's terrible. Well, some of it affects you. You're, yeah. you're part of these conspiracy theories. That is a very weird thing that just because I support vaccines to save millions of lives, people are saying, no, I, you know, I make money from vaccines or that I'm trying to, you know, cause death or track or uh, a lot of strange stuff. Um, hard to understand why that is. Well, You know, misinformation is obviously a big issue that a lot of folks like you are worried about. All right, Naomi Wolf, you're just part of this disinformation campaign. Bill Gates is just a little, he's just a simple guy trying to save the world, right? Sure. I mean, (laughs) the nonsense is so nonsensical. Bill and Melinda Gates, as I mentioned, invested $55 million 
before the pandemic hit, they uh, he's a shareholder in Microsoft, which was one of the first out of the gate to launch a vaccine passport, which would you know, usher in, and I have a chapter on this in The Bodies of Others, usher in and is ushering in Europe a dystopian society in which you can be switched off, you can be prevented from letting your child into school or getting on public transportation or shopping for groceries. And we've seen that happen in Israel and in Canada and in Italy and, you know, all, all over the world where vaccine passports have rolled out. We we at Daily Cloud led the fight against them in 33 states um, pretty successfully. Uh, he is, um, <laughs> I mean, he, he funded, uh, he spent millions of dollars um, on COVID education, uh, going to news sites like NPR, BBC, The Guardian, The New York Times. And so, of course, when you've got that kind of money coming in, you have to smear and attack mm-hmm. critics like the brave doctors who tried to say mm-hmm. these trials done or, you know, the spike protein is damaging or, you know, women or, you know, as I tried to say, women are having disruptions in their menstrual cycles, um, you know, smears, taxi, platforming. Uh, so he's 360 degrees um, benefiting from uh, locking us down, only letting us out if we get his injection and tracking us, you know, once we've gotten his injection. Um, it's, 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 it's a huge and then monitoring you know, speech so that those of us who object, uh, you know, pay the price. And absolutely, the rollout of this Department of Homeland Security Orwellian Thought Police Task Force, uh, guys with guns coming to tell you that you have said something wrong in spite of the First Amendment, I think it's notable that that came right after there was a threat that Elon Musk would, you know, liberate Twitter. Mm -hmm. And also after the Pfizer documents were released. And honestly, I'm, you know, I was a political consultant to a vice president and a presidential campaign. I think it's super suspicious that, you know, there was a massive redirection of attention to a war in Ukraine when there are, every war is horrible, but there Mm -hmm. are conflict zones around the world, refugees, invasions around the world. But suddenly overnight, the COVID hysteria switched to Ukraine hysteria right when the Pfizer documents were released. So he's he's got blood all over his hands. Well, yeah, this is the real the, the real disinformation campaign started uh, back, uh, you know, as, as soon as something flew out of Wuhan. Right. Um, and it to me, I was actually surprised that so many Americans, including conservatives, actually fell for it and and allowed themselves to be so emotionally manipulated with panic and fear mm-hmm. that they couldn't see what what looked obvious to me that yeah. you don't shut down a five trillion dollar economy and lock healthy people into their homes and then start a campaign of healthy people having to be tested and tested and tested. Mm-hmm. We don't do that with the flu, right? Mm-hmm. I have to ask you. You know, I, I'm very very disappointed in Trump that he allowed Fauci to come in there with what was obviously BS models as though 25 million people were going to die if they didn't shut down this country. And they would have had us like Shanghai had Fauci gotten his way. I was really disappointed with Trump because, um, you know, now I, I don't know that we will ever. They they were able to seize control over this country, shut down industries, businesses, schools, lives, jobs and, you know, push a new normal on us that is not ending and, yeah. I, 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 you know, for me, I'm very disappointed that Trump continues to push out these shots. Your thoughts? Ugh, it's really hard to know 
why. I mean, you know, members of Congress on both sides of the aisle, you know, members of the Senate on both sides of the aisle receive, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in funding from pharma. Mm. And uh, so I don't know why he's still doing it. I think it's really regrettable, but I do kind of have pity for him. It's, you know, in the start of 2020, because in a White House, you do like there's so much happening that you do have to trust your medical advisors that they're not going to like this is so unprecedented in terms of politics. Right. It's unthinkable that, you know, HHS would go rogue that um, the CDC would manipulate data to the extent that I show in the bodies of others that they do, that the FDA would turn a blind eye to 27,000 Americans dying after receiving this mRNA injection and six figures worth of adverse events of the most serious kind. Like in normal politics, that none of this would happen because the political capital you'd be burning is so extensive. Um, so I I understand that he needed to trust. He's not a doctor. You know, mm. the thoughts of people would be lying to him on this scale is really kind of unthinkable. Uh, you know, the people would endanger American citizens, uh, roll out a vaccine he couldn't have known. And there was so much political pressure, remember, uh, to yes. get it done, vaccine out. He, he couldn't have known, uh, you know, the FDA is supposed to tell him these trials are not done or, you know, the vaccine failed in November of 2020, according to these documents that Pfizer gives to the FDA. No one told him, to my knowledge. That said, um, the reason I go back to this national security breach is this is so not normal that I'm really worried about the midterms. You know, you mentioned SCOTUS and the leak and that being unprecedented or the clip you played. And, and you're right. There's no reason for us to believe the midterms will be allowed to unfold in a normal way. This is a captured administration, it appears to me. And I don't say that lightly. Um, you know, I think Hunter Biden's laptop is very germane to what we're seeing. I think we things are being done in the United States by people who are not our friends. You know, mm-hmm. an adversarial yeah. nation has hold of our our leaders, it would appear, um, from the kinds of decisions that are being made. So I'm, I, I am scared, honestly. I am scared. I've been deplatformed three times. You know, thank God I married my bodyguard. <laughs> Smart <laughs> I move. I met because I was getting death threats. And he's a, you know, formerly with special, you know, special operator and military intelligence and highly trained. So I feel pretty safe when I'm around Brian. But you know, I am scared that men and guns can sh- with guns can show up and say you've written this book or you've, you've expressed yourself uh, about Dr. Fauci or about the vaccine or about anything, right? Because that's the nature of tyranny. That's the nature yes. of a coup. It can yeah. be any. There is no safety. And the reason I wish people would wake up and you know certainly read my book and show some courage is that if they think it, you know if they think it's bad now they should just wait. Like history says, if we don't resist this now, um, you know, they will, they will take like two states have bills. The state where I'm sitting right now has a a regulation that Governor Hochul just put into place to take people who have been exposed to a bloodborne pathogen and lock them in a quarantine camp, like in Shanghai, Mm -hmm. like in Australia, you know, they've rolled them out in Canada and you can't get out without a court order. 
They um, built, I, you know, I reported, uh, they, they were actually, uh, six months or so ago, they were building these in Washington State. I reported a night or two ago that there is proposed legislation in Rhode Island uh, to find people who haven't gotten the shot. And uh, for anybody who's 16 and above, and if they're 16 and below, the parents are going to be fined. And it's not an insignificant amount of money. The tyranny is going to continue. For the conservatives out there and the Americans who think that because you don't have to wear a mask now to go to the grocery store means that they're over it. And they're not going to continue to push the new normal, which is to force us to submit to the government. And it's all part of this end game that you talk about in the book. And everybody must read this book before they try to ban it and take it off the shelves and do some book burning of it. Everybody needs to read it. The end game is for us to be through COVID and through the shots to be under the complete control of the government as part of a digital footprint. You're going to be living in some little smart city where Bill Gates provides all the gro- you know, the groceries and the food and Amazon provides all the products. And if your social credit score, i.e. you haven't up to date on your shots, you're not going to be able to get groceries. Right. Um, and, and Americans do need to wise up. They just continue to allow themselves. There is a mass uh, formation psychosis happening, but people need to wake up. And it starts by reading your book. Tell everybody how they can get it. Thank you so much, Andrea. Uh, please go to your local bookstore. Uh, it's the bodies of others. Um, and you can also go to dailyclout.io and order it there. And then I'll send you a signed book plate. Uh, or you can go to Amazon um, and order it there or Barnes and Noble, you know, all the usual booksellers or Indie Books, which is a great um, online site for independent bookstores if you want to go that route. So, uh, but indeed, do it quickly because, you know, chances are good that it will be either shadow banned, censored, or burned and pulped. Um, you know, but uh, the word does need to get out. And thank you for your kind words. Uh, I can't wait for you to read it. We're so aligned on these matters. Absolutely. And you are a hero of mine. God bless you. And yeah, the sights are on you because you did an amazing interview on Tucker. And he's right. They want to silence you. And this is why everybody, if they're trying to silence somebody, that's who you need to, to listen to. And that's whose book you need to read. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. Oh, likewise. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Now, y'all stay tuned because we're going to switch gears. We're going to come come back to this uh, SCOTUS ruling and share with you some San Diego reactions as well as other reactions from some notable people around Trump, uh, around the, the country, including Trump. What did President Trump have to say today about the leak? And what he did have to say may surprise you. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Some people are pointing out that one of the reasons why, because there's always ulterior motives, and it, doesn't, it's, it has nothing to do with this leak of the Supreme Court, has nothing to do with them caring about women. They can't even define what a woman is, right? Um, it's not only because there's so many different benefits for the Democrats here. Not only do they have, you know, people in protesting, doing exactly what they want to want to do, reacting exactly how they want people to react. We've got primaries happening right now. They're hoping to affect the primaries. We also have this week the most groundbreaking movie with absolute proof, irrefutable proof that the 2020 election was stolen, and it's the movie 2,000 Mules. It is explosive. It's from Dinesh D'Souza, also executive produced by Salem Media Group, and it tells the story of the ones who tried to hijack the presidential election. It's got jaw-dropping evidence, i.e. video, about what really happened in November. This is the truth that they do not want you to know, right? And if you missed seeing it, there's theatrical releases this week. If you missed seeing it or you want to see it again, there's actually an amazing 
special virtual event this week for 2,000 Mules. You can watch it in the comfort of your home on May 7. You can see the movie that Donald Trump calls a real blockbuster and actually participate in a live audience Q&A with Dinesh D'Souza himself, Eric Metaxas, and others. You can watch on any device with a web browser, so it's super easy. Showtime is at 8 p.m. Eastern time on May 7. Visit 2000mules.com to get your tickets today for this one-of-a-kind event. Do not let them sideline the conversation and steal away the attention from what everybody should be focused on. Right. All right. So um, some reactions uh, today. Skins and I all day were like, has Trump issued a statement yet? Have we heard from Trump Trump yet on this? I mean, this is absolutely unprecedented. This involves how many three, four of the justices on the Supreme Court were his. These are conservatives. This is you know, a major event in the United States. It's unprecedented. Well, he finally issued a statement. He did not go to the microphones like we wanted. Here's what he had to say. I found it very interesting. He said it was so surprising to see coming out of the Supreme Court because Washington is a city of leaks. It's a very dangerous precedent, a very dangerous precedent. It was disconcerting. It cheapens the court. He said the Supreme Court is currently in a hard position. Here's what I found really interesting, Skins. Something came in and it looked like it was final. And now if they change it, it's going to look like they changed it. They're put in a bad position. That's not what the most interesting part is. He said, um, Uh, When asked whether he felt a leak was a last ditch effort to sway the court's final decision, the president said you would never know because it would make because it also made a lot of people very happy. This is very much a 50 50 issue. It's a tough issue. There are a lot of people that are beyond thrilled and there are a lot of people that are not that way. And it can go both ways in a sense. Um, To me, I found that to be really disappointing. This is about the Constitution. This is not about people's feelings. We're not supposed we're supposed to be ruled by the rule of there law. There is wrong done here. Yeah. This has to do with a return of constitutional principles, a return of the government back to the people, stopping this Marxist move of centralization of the power into nine dictators in robes or into D.C. This was the shredding of the U.S. Constitution and the beginnings of transforming us into a, 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 a communist state. DeSantis actually had the right take on it. Please play clip six. And I think it was um, you know, really an attack on a lot of the justices. I think it was an intentional thing to try to whip up uh, a lot of, uh, of the public, to try to make it very political, potentially try to bully them into changing one of their positions. And that is not something that's appropriate for, uh, uh, for the judicial branch. And so I hope, I know they launched an investigation. They need to figure out who did that, uh, and they need to hold them accountable, because that's a real significant breach of trust. You want to talk about an insurrection, you know, that's a judicial insurrection to be taking that out um, and trying to kneecap uh, a potential majority uh, through kind of extra constitutional means. And so I, I was really surprised to see that. Um, but, you know, so we'll see what ends up uh, being, being the result. Absolutely. This was the real insurrection. This was an attempt. The Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, trying to restore the Constitution. And they, they're, they're basically trying to blow it up. They're literally attacking an institution, trying to subvert the U.S. Constitution. That's the real insurrection. And that was the best response, in my opinion, uh, between the two. And as we are looking at midterm elections, as we are looking at 2024, I'm looking at everything that comes out of everybody's mouth who could possibly be running for office and whether or not they're on the right side of restoring us to a constitutional republic away from the communists. We got more to talk about when we come back, including some breaking news out of Ohio. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.